this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to the Weekly Pass. We're going to be getting after it with Alex Foss, who is play-by-play for the Kings. You know, MAB All-Star. We've got some picks for the National and American League and a little bit of NBA free agency coming up. Let's get to it. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz Welcome back to the Weekly Pass. I am Bonnie Jo Laughlin, your host, and I'm here by my fabulous co-host yes, every are. week. What's up, y'all? Becky Zotero and David Bloom. And we've got someone special in yeah, we the do. house tonight. Alex Foss, who is the play-by-play for the LA Kings. Let's give a round of applause. Yes, Alex, we have you in studio, finally. <laughs> Kings representing. Yeah. And I know Becky is super excited. And and David. Yeah. yeah I'm both pretty are excited. Big King I'm pretty fans. So well, I was telling Becky, you, you got to move your laptop. I know, so everybody you're can decked see. Out in LA Kings stuff. I know, I am. Okay, you guys, T-shirt, earrings, yes. it's all for my LA Kings. And she was scared that no one was going to see her shirt, so I'm glad that, that yeah. you, you, I don't you mentioned that. And her earrings because they're being, you know, covered. About, it's all about the King's shield. And yes. it's in the it's in the heart. That's it's right, in the heart. Exactly. And she's mm-hmm. very proud. Always. Well, if you don't know by now, you can check us out on Twitter at BJL Weekly Pass, and then also on our individual you bet. Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah, Instagram. You can find us on Alex. Where can we find you? Alex underscore Faust on Twitter. I don't really have any sort of other social. I have Instagram, but I, I'm not really. On yeah, that but for sports, that's all you need is Twitter. Yeah, that's Ooh. really. Amazing. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's first get to how was y'all's weekend? Fourth of July. Everyone's weekend was good. Same. Mine was ribbing. Right. <laughs> it was Fourth of July last week, wasn't it? It was. It yeah. was a long, long holiday it weekend. It was. Wow. No, I had a good one. How about you? Good. Summer League, yeah. a little yeah. bit. We want to hear all about Summer bit. League. We'll get yes, to that. A little Vegas, bit of Vegas for Summer League, which was nice to be able to get. You know, I always have been going for years since when I was scouting for the Lakers, and now to be able a reporter, it was good. I was working for Bleacher Report, and a lot of stuff going on out there. Lots of buzz. I mean, Summer yeah. League has grown so much. It used to be a time when it was just basically front office executives and mm-hmm. scouts. Now it's like fans are flying in from all over the country because yeah. you know they get the chance to be able to see guys who just got drafted. Plus, all the coaches are there, and a lot of the players are there. So so it's time for them to kind of, you know, get oh kind of close yeah. to the players that, and the teams that they love. Well, and we all need that punch of basketball, so we're getting it. If only hockey could have that, please. But, I mean, it's <laughs> one of those things where, like, we are, as fans, we're getting our fill of basketball this summer while we're waiting for our fall to mm-hmm. Right, and it's nice. And it was only, like, 150 degrees. Oh. <laughs> hey, it rained there, apparently, last night. Like, it monsoon. Did. Yeah, oh, and it was, like, lightning and everything. When I was there, it was so hot. And people were like, let's go to the pool. I'm like, no, mm. I am so good. I'm not trying to, like, die. Yeah, when they, <laughs> remember when they first proposed a hockey team in Las Vegas, they were like, why would you want a team here? But then you realize, all right, it's only that bad during the summer. 
Right. So yeah. in the winter, fall, it's fine. And then it gets freezing. I mean, yeah, it actually has snowed night. before, yeah. you know, yeah. in mm-hmm. Vegas. And speaking of the Golden Knights, let's get right to hockey. What do the Knights need to do, Alex, to, you know, be able to finally maybe win it all? Speaking what do you of... mean, finally? This has been year two. <laughs> Come on. Kings but fans they got to 45 this... years to wait. Right. Yeah, and Vegas, all oh, they're winning. Year two, and they're gonna have to win. But um, so many people want to know: Can they win? Or was it a fluke season, or inaugural season, or what? I mean, what do you think? I do get asked that a lot. Of what do you think of this Golden Knights team? Was it a fluke? Maybe it was a one-off, but they have a good collection of players. And, I, and there's a common thread with the Final Four in hockey in this past year's Stanley Cup playoffs. They all had elite goaltending. You think about Mark Andre Fleury, Connor Hellebuck with Winnipeg, the Vesna Trophy winner in Pecorine, guy like Braden Holpe in Washington, who had been a pretty good goalie but hadn't achieved much success in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So, uh, to answer your question, they've made some interesting moves in the offseason. They're still theoretically in the running for Eric Carlson, who would bolster I their read defense. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I wouldn't discount them making another run next really? year because they still have all mm-hmm. the pieces. When they drafted mm-hmm. all these players, they weren't taking on crazy contracts, and they've been mm-hmm. judicious with re-signing guys. Jonathan Marchessault is the only guy that thinks signed a really mm-hmm. expensive contract, but he was well worth it. I mean, a 30-40 goal scorer. So were you pulling for the Capitals Absolutely. like Becky as well? I know. that Absolutely. I had to ask, but oh, I had a feeling all of y'all were against the Knights. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. not against. I think it's just... I. Well, it's a winter division. You're looking at, yeah, you're looking at a franchise. Well, yeah, division, but I th- you're just looking at a team, too, that just has fought so hard and, and needed that win and right. that history yeah. of that team. Ovi, just interviewing you, Ovi was like next level. Okay. He was so it's uh, what July? What is the, the July tenth? Ovechkin is still celebrating. He is living his best life right, right now. Might be surgically <laughs> attached to his hands now. I, I think, I think everyone case. was rooting for Ovechkin yeah. just because you wanted him to be able to get finally yes. get that. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Let's do first time storylines. Well, it was Mary great. Trotz too. I mean, he was yeah. such an extremely just. He was such a great coach, and he needed that win. He needed to have that. That. Mm-hmm. that it was moment. good, and I know. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh, I mean look at the Golden Knights and you're like, oh, well, it's their first season. What a great story. Then you're like, yeah, but I'm a Kings fan. Yeah. This is kind of hard to root exactly. for them. It's like if the Ducks were in if their inaugural season and they were going to the Stanley Cup Finals, we'd hate that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was tough. And it was like a battle of the storylines. I was definitely pulling for the Caps, too, because seeing Ovi hoist that cup for the first time. Yeah, but I, I, have, to, but I have to say, I, I know everyone is saying the inaugural season, but let's not forget these are NHL players who have played. Play for like Marc-Andre exactly. Fleury is one of the best goaltenders right. in the NHL. Yep. And he, I mean, no disrespect to the, to the Kings, but he just, he and Quick, I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen two goaltenders go yep. so perfectly head-to-head, but he was just a stone wall. He's an incredible goaltender. So I think there's a part of me that wants to step out of this inaugural season. Yes, it was Vegas' inaugural season, but these players are at... Ab- 
Mm-hmm. the highest level of their game and they showed that they just played played well and had great chemistry well i guess that says about the individual effort versus the team effort yeah it's an individual yeah. it's no one's in, not really an inaugural season but it's the team it's their first yeah. time all being together it's the first yeah. time for the front office for the city for the stadium mm-hmm. for the fans and the atmosphere yeah. especially like, you know when we saw in the stanley cup finals they had that whole show pre-show. like mm-hmm. the pre-show which and becky had, didn't like she, she knows she's but not I, think it, I think it was very vegas it, to it me very it, very like vegas. i was like all right with it. You know yeah. what? If they right. want to do their thing, if that's their thing, all right. Let them I mean, it. I just think that it would like get to hockey, but I get, right. I get it. It's yep. Vegas. Have fun. Have a little bit of Vegas fun. Sure. Alex, were you surprised right how the city embraced that hockey team? Because I was actually shocked. I mean, granted, yes, they're going to the finals, okay, but it seemed like they really had the fan support throughout the whole season. Early on, early on in the yes. year, I got to do the the first home game in Golden Knights history on NBC Sports. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it, the the city itself rallied behind the team, not only with the tragedy that happened just about a week and a half prior mm-hmm. to that, but also because this is the first pro team that Las Vegas has ever mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. And I know the Raiders are moving there, but let me tell you, it's going to be a hockey town. They were first in. First they, in. I know they mm-hmm. use that slogan, Vegas born. Yeah, but guess what? That's it's a team yeah. that is an, that was established in the city. It's not someone swooping in to this gleaming new stadium right. just because they want a football team. They wanted this team, and they were able to build it from the ground up. And, and the timing was perfect, like you yes. said, having the tragedy and having Vegas strong. And you know, I know, I think I, I it was think great back, for the city. I mm-hmm. think back to 2013. I lived in Boston at the time. And the Red Sox went on that magical run oh, after yeah. the marathon bombing uh-huh. in 2013. It mm. kind of had a very similar. Oh yeah, I remember David Ortiz was yeah. to- always talking. Very about similar to relationship between the fans and the team that year in Boston. But for, you know, it's kind of circling back to the Kings a little bit and all this. I'm happy that they have another rival. I think this Vegas LA <laughs> thing is going to <laughs> be terrific thing. for hockey yeah. in the West because yes, Kings Ducks is a thing, but it's a thing very much in the Southland. Uh, King Sharks was a bit of a rivalry for yes. a while. That's cooled down. Mm-hmm. But L.A., Vegas, especially with being two uh, glitzy kind of markets, uh, it's great for hockey. Mm-hmm. And don't you think that matchup was great for NHL? I mean, they had yeah. really high ratings. People wanted yeah. to see both the storylines. Yes. So I think it was great for hockey. Yes. I, I, they want to see Vegas. There's a lot of intrigue there. But I think especially if the Kings continue to be competitive uh, and, and let's not forget, their playoff series with Vegas was so tight. Every game was a one-goal game. Yeah. You mentioned Quick and, and Flurry yeah. and mm-hmm. how they went after it every single game. You saw world-class goaltending. Outside of the Kings and the Ducks, mm-hmm. third-fewest goals scored in the opening round, yeah. Vegas. Right. Kings held them to that. Very Got true. Right. Get it. It's, it's it just a, gives me chills. Yeah. I know. So I know. It's my first playoff series, <laughs> and I'm thinking back to I know. Yeah. You, yeah, you came in at, at a pretty stellar time, I'll say that. Now, but, Becky was there at the NHL Awards. Were you there as no, well? No, I was she, there. Well, she was able to kind of see yeah. all the awards. Yeah, the awards. the players. And, I got uh, to interview OV, which was our outlet was one of three on the nice. entire carpet. And <laughs> I just was looking at him. Because, again, I mean, I'm a hockey fan. I mean, I love my Kings. The Pittsburgh Penguins are actually my East Coast mm-hmm. team. Uh, but but with that said, I respect great hockey. I respect what the Capitals did, how they rallied. And, I I mean, Ovi was just the epitome of leadership, you know, this season. And, and I'm just excited to see what he does next season. But with that momentum, how do you think this is going to work next season with Washington? Now oh the Barry Trotz is with the Islanders. How do you see that panning out? We've never seen this dynamic before of a, of a coach that just won a Stanley Cup. His contract mm-hmm. was up, and you'd mm-hmm. think, oh, it's a no-brainer to extend right. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and circumstances were such that it was baked in that he had an extension, but it would severely undervalue his 
his work with the Capitals. I mean, it was only, I think, a $300,000 pay bump to win the Stanley Cup. That's yeah. peanuts right. in today's NHL. So I think he had every right to walk, and I think he, he relishes that challenge. Mm-hmm. And he accomplished it with Washington Capitals. Yes, going back-to-back is incredibly difficult, yeah. and that would be a challenge unto <laughs> itself. But think about what he's walking into with the New York Islanders. Yeah. And he has a legend in Lou Lamorello in the front office that he gets to work with every single day to try to rebuild that franchise and make them competitive again. So right. it's a dynamic we've never seen. Um, I think it'll be fascinating to see how Washington comes out of the gate. They talk about the Stanley Cup hangover. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's it's true mm-hmm. in a sense because you play so deep into June. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just like with any sports. A right. lot of it's hard to go back to back. People don't realize. Even yeah. if you have the same team, it's just yeah. hard. And is the momentum there? Do you want, yeah. are you as hungry? And there's all these questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see how they come out, and especially guys like Ovechkin, who mm-hmm. this is their summit, right? This, this is something he's wanted his whole career mm-hmm. and has come so close. And well, not really that close. Getting knocked out in the second round or the yeah. first round every year, usually yeah. at the hands of yeah. Pittsburgh. But finally being able to accomplish this goal, how do they come out at the start of next year? It'd be one of the main I topics. Mean, I see it being another 0-9-0-10 with Detroit and Pittsburgh yeah. where they were back-to-back. I think, yeah. that, I think that we very well could see another Washington Stanley Cup final. However, I'm really feeling optimistic about the Leafs this year. I don't know. I think Whoa. the Leafs are going to be yeah. lethal. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I just think there's a lot happening there. There's a lot of buzz, and obviously Tavares. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be David. What do you think? Oh my, of course. I mean Tavares, guys like Austin Matthews, and if you, I mean, if you look, if you remember a couple of years back, like the Leafs. They weren't really much. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have a lot, and they started to acquire these young guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had, like, it was kind of this, like, young guy thing. It's been a lot. Like, Sidney Crosby's done it. Like, Connor McDavid's been this mm-hmm. kind of young guy who's done really good. And then a guy like Austin Matthews, who came in, did great. Um, I actually got to see him. I didn't go to a lot of Kings games, but I got to see him live when the All-Star game was here. Uh, I got to see him. He's the real deal. Mm, he's, he's the he's real really deal. Good. He and Tavares together are going to be interesting. This all goes back to Brendan Shanahan about five years ago yeah. in Toronto. And they decided we're going to tear this down. And they stockpile draft picks, one of which would be Austin Matthews. Sure. Mm-hmm. They have a whole bunch of guys on this roster that have just been picked up through mm-hmm. the draft. The only thing, and this goes back to something I said earlier, remember the final four, all elite goaltending. Mm-hmm. Freddie Anderson, do you consider him an elite goaltender? I don't know if you say that today, but can they make up for it by having all these superstar goal scorers on this roster? That's the real challenge in Toronto. So, to your point, I think they're going to be fun to watch. I don't know if I'm sold yet. Really? Not completely sold? So, who else? Who else besides, you know, the Cavs, the Knights, Maple Leafs? I guess your East and West contenders (laughs) next season. What's it going to be next year? Well, it's funny. I was looking at odds, you know, odds makers and what what they thought (laughs) for, for next year, and it's really a jumbled mess. Because you have the situation in Washington, you lose your coach from mm-hmm. a Stanley Cup yeah. run. How will they fare after winning it the first time yep. and you know, kind of resetting after going those extra Can two months? Can Ovi take the pressure of the leadership because right. it's going to fall on him? Exactly. So you have that. You have the situation in Toronto with a couple mm-hmm. of superstars. But you have teams that don't necessarily have the full uh, complement of stars. I think the Nashville Predators are always, always yeah. tough. Of course. Best blue line in the league. They're, sure. they're the deepest defensive team in the league. They can stack up, I'd say, their top six forwards with any team, and they have the Vezina Trophy winner, the best goaltender in the yes. league in Pecorine. So I would pick them probably near the top of my list. Toronto, just because of the firepower they have up front. It's the same challenge, or similar challenge, I should say, that Edmonton faced last year. I think everyone was hyping the Edmonton Oilers mm-hmm. because of Connor McDavid, because of Leon Draisaitl, and all the firepower they had up front. But everybody forgot that they didn't have great defense, and they didn't have established goaltending. And Which we know is the death the of hockey, especially mm-hmm. in the playoffs. If yeah. you don't have a good goaltender or defense, right. you're done. You can't win with defense yeah. alone, 
but you need to have that as a foundation to go forward. And that's kind of where the Kings are at right now is, Mm -hmm. yes, their defense is always going to be strong. It's can they get the goal scoring to get there. So they will not win with defense alone, the Kings, but they they need to add a few more. What were the odds in Vegas then right now? Uh, I I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was not like there's a runaway favorite. I think the Leafs were something like 6-1. to to win the cup. There is wow. not a runaway favorite at yeah. this point. It's, you know, middle of summer, so who the heck knows? Right, sure, sure, right. Go more into the future of the Kings. What do they need to do to get back in there and to get back to a Stanley Cup? Mm-hmm. Goal scoring. Number okay. one thing's mm-hmm. been goal scoring, and we saw it in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, you get swept and mm-hmm. you only score three goals in a four-game series. That was depressing. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, you know, and, and Rob Blake, to his credit, the first thing that he said when he was asked in kind of the post- um, series uh, press conference was how do we score more goals how do we get faster how do we get more skilled but ultimately how do we score more goals they did that by adding Ilya Kovalchuk yeah they did Uh, that Mm. is not a long-term solution by any means but I think they've identified a window in the next three years where they're going to go for it they have this established core on this team with Toffoli, Pearson, mm-hmm. Kopitar, Brown up front, Drew Doughty on the back end right. who was Eight signed years, to an yeah. extension. Mm-hmm. So they have this core group that they feel confident in and they want to stick with, but they have to add at the fringes. The Kings don't have enough money to mm-hmm. get a guy like John Tavares. Mm-hmm. They're up against it with the salary cap. Yeah. And unlike the NBA, it is a hard cap. You cannot sure. go yeah. above the salary yeah, cap. We have the luxury tax. That we exactly. Yeah, so you, totally have the, you have the luxury of being <laughs> yeah. at $134 right. million. And the owners that will pay that because they don't care. Of like, course. like the Warriors. Yeah, of course. Exactly. So the Kings are in that position of, can we nibble at the fringes and get a guy who could chip in 20 goals? Or can we mm-hmm. get a guy that chips in another 15 as a depth guy in addition to having... Andre Kopitar with an MVP kind of year again. Dustin mm-hmm. Brown with another 25-goal year again. Tyler Toffoli, for as quiet as, it, as quiet a season as it seemed like he had, he still wound up with 25 goals. I mean, they had one of their best franchise history starts yeah. of the season, which is why I think the playoffs, all of us, uh, literally the oxygen was taken out yeah. of our bodies because we saw the Kings mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. We also know how different things can happen yeah. with injuries and, and whatnot and the chemistry of the players, but I did not see that coming. They're such a strong playoff mm-hmm. team. Yeah. I mean, they really are. I mean, you go back to series where they were down, you know, in 2012. I mean, they won the cup twice, 12 and 14. Mm-hmm. And then now they just they get back to the playoffs. And I know they missed it. I think, what was it, like last, last year, year they missed they it? Missed the yeah, they missed yeah. it last so year, which was really This was, was item really number tough. one, though. This was, they wanted to get back to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They ticked that box. Item number one, yeah. they didn't win a game in the playoffs. No. So that's why you're left with that disappointing feeling. Mm-hmm. All right, if you win one or two, and I'll go back one game in the series, really the turning point in the series, game two, double overtime in Vegas. They don't have Drew Doughty, who's suspended for that game. Yep. If they win that game in double overtime, I swear that game's, that series, yes, series is going seven games. Yeah. It's, it, there's then you no never way. know, right? Right, you never know. Because yeah. in a game seven, you right. never But that's know. why we love hockey so much is the unpredictability. Right. And it comes down to, again, Drew Doughty making one right. one thing happening, one mistake, and you just... And it's... No, yeah, no, it's good. And it's good that they're making the playoffs because you can win as an AC. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think they've, I think well, they've like, shown they, that. They have done that before. Yeah. And it's March Madness. If you get into the Stanley Cup playoffs, mm-hmm. you have a Clean chance. slate. It's, yeah. much, Clean it's slate. much different yeah. than basketball. Yes. If you get oh, in yes. as an AC like the two wolves did this year, you're not being a team like the Rockets. Part of that is playoff. I know you guys are going to be talking basketball in a bit, but is there is there still that momentum to get a one through sixteen in the NBA because of the balances in the conference? Hockey tried to approach this and change up their playoff format. They used to be one through eight. Yeah, no, they did. Twenty twelve yeah. Kings Canucks mm-hmm. that, that huge upset that the Kings had as the yes. eight seed. Mm-hmm. 
but that format has since changed. Mm -hmm. So you don't always get an eight versus a one in hockey. And I know there's been discussion in basketball of I how do we tackle I don't, this I don't competitive think imbalance. Change that. I, there's been a lot of discussion. I mean, mm -hmm. since like LeBron came to the West and yes. now Boogie's on the Warriors, and they're like, okay, the West is so overpowered and the East doesn't really yeah. have anyone. You feel like LeBron was doing it. Now you feel like the Celtics are just going to run through that East. Mm -hmm. There's been like a lot of talks, especially in like the community and like the fans. But I, they're not going to change. You're right, they're not going to change it. It's, I'm on the inside knowing they're not. They're gonna not going to change it. It's no. too. No. It's too much. It's too big of a. I mean, they have the history. They're not going to change it. Mm -hmm. They're really not going to change it. That's why if you're an eight seed and you can upset a you know, number one seed, I knew you're on your the way. Yeah, I'm not well, gonna I mean, you look at the like, Pacers. The Pacers like the almost they beat really the came close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Cavs. that was a number one seed, but just yeah. saying that to show mm -hmm. that a team. Yeah. I mean, the Cavs underdog. They were a four, but they were like the most one four I've ever right. seen yeah. ever. They swept the one. So Alex, are you an NBA fan at all? Lakers fan, Clipper fan? Not huge. You know, I'll watch during the postseason, but it's awfully hard during our season when there's an overlap to keep touching. I think this year everyone in LA, even if you're a casual fan, and I would consider myself the most casual, <laughs> you know, L.A. sports fan right. being a transplant here. Yeah. But yeah, I'll watch a bunch more Lakers at Laker games this year mm -hmm. than I would last year just because of the star power. Sure. Know, how could you not be drawn It was interesting because I think Bailey, you know, from the, the Kings mascot, do you see what he put yeah. out on? Well, Because they put this big picture, I don't know if you saw it, Becky, yeah, Alex, oh, yeah. I saw it, mm -hmm. of LeBron and then saying, you know, L.A.'s best, you know, the and King. then... They, they yeah. forgot the Kings. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that, right? I and the this. Ducks. They I saw, saw they showed the Angels, which people are upset because they're yeah. like they're Anaheim. They're not really LA. I heard that but too. They much. started in LA. They did, but mm -hmm. now people are still like, okay, it's SoCal. <laughs> like you know, it's more of the Orange County. Yeah. Anyways, but they put the Angels in there. They put the Dodgers in there. <laughs> they put you know the Lakers and Clippers and. The Rams and even the Chargers, and then they did not. Mm -hmm. They not. They, I thought that was kind of like it's a. Slap how many, how many it's rings so, do we it's have? It's disgusting. Like hockey is always, I re, I always it. overlooked. It but just don't feels you like think it's that's such a, kind of ridiculous. One hundred. Oh, I mean, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, but I thought. I mean, Alex, did you think it? I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, wow, they just totally bit. forgot about the no, Kings. No, I mean that's the thing. Is it's, it's just such a dominated. And you they've know, got a great fan base. Yeah, they really do. Incredibly loyal. Very loyal. Very loud. Very. I mean, so and they they're knowledgeable in hockey I was shocked that they did that yeah yeah. yeah, a little bit, but you know what? Hockey always gets overlooked, and I think what hockey people—and I'm speaking just for you mean myself, just more on the West Coast they do, or ah, just in LA you in think? In general, just, outside of Canada, let's yeah, yeah, I would outside say of yes. Canada, maybe New York and maybe Boston, right? Yeah, at Chicago. Uh, other than that, I mean, it, it, hockey gets overlooked, and it's—I think from from a hockey standpoint, mm -hmm. we have to be okay with who we are, right? We are not the most popular sport in America. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay being the fourth most popular sport in the United States. You're not going to surpass baseball tomorrow. You're not going to surpass yep. basketball or football. You're not going to It's okay mm -hmm. being comfortable in your own skin like that. But when you're talking about all the teams in one city, you might want to include but you the still one that's won two, two championships. championships. Right. Yeah. No, I think exactly. the two Same most name. recent championships of any team in this city, if I'm not mistaken. No, you're yeah. correct. That's why I was kind of surprised they did that. I was I, shocked. Yeah, I, I'm not going to... I'm going to keep my lips sealed because I can say some mean things, but I'm glad Bailey brought it up. If there's any mascot that's feisty, yeah. it's our He's lion. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah and the, the King's Twitter guy, I don't know who it is, he battles with, like, oh, yeah. the, the sharks. Oh, they're the witty. Knights. We have one of the... They say really funny the We have one of the social media, the social media yes. There's times where I go, oh, gosh, I wonder if he's, you know, like, if he's going to get in oh, trouble yeah. for that, you know? Like, in the NBA, you couldn't say certain things Ooh, like no, that. No, 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 no. NHL, they have a little more... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give a little, a little more wiggle. I guess we that. get that wiggle room when we're fourth <laughs> in the country. You know, no, I mean, but there's a, well, hockey is a little I, more edgier. So no, I think but I, think I agree with you. I mean, the fan base is so dedicated. And that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, we're never going to yes surpass the NBA, NFL, mm -hmm. but but the fan base and the sport. 
I just thought, I mean, you're going to mention the, the Clippers, but you're not going to mention the Kings. Sorry, David. Yeah, the Clippers. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying, when you talk fans? about championships oh, and God. stuff. and That again? Sorry. I'm a Clippers fan. <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I, mean, I didn't want to be mean. I'm not insulting okay. anybody. And I like I to, like, poke at him. I like to poke at him, Alex, about being a Clippers fan. I was mean fan. to them for but seven years. But he's loyal. I love it. If you're loyal and you, like, go through thick and thin, then I have respect for you. But I'm still going to poke at you. Yeah, we know. We've been through the absolute Y'all need to move to Seattle. So. Oh man, that one hurts because uh. it's because no, it's possible. No, Bomber is going to bring them probably <laughs> to Seattle at hurts. some point. And then if you stay loyal to them, when I they will move to root Seattle, for them in Seattle. And they're the Sonics. Then yeah, they become the Sonics. no more Clippers. Oh, they're the Super Sonics. Are they going to pull a Charlotte Hornets like when the Hornets took on the old Charlotte, like the Bobcats yeah, took on the old? Awful. Ugh. I just I no I've been through I've been a Clippers fan for like. I think I'm 17. All your life, which is like so long. I know. Long. I know. Yeah, I'm 17 years old. I've been a Clipper fan for about the same amount of time. Yeah. We used to go to games. <clears throat> excuse me. We used to go to games and we'd sit like real close. And the big guys like Elton Brand and Corey McGetty and Sean Livingston on the they floor. They had a great team. They had a mm-hmm. decent team. And, you know, I mean, every loyal Clippers fan knows the Sean Livingston injury. Yes. Elton Brand was really good, but he couldn't get us far enough. And the team just, it never, we never drafted the right guys. I mean, when we drafted Michael Lubacandy, I could go on forever, mm-hmm. but it was, it's just kind of been a hard Do franchise. Do you see how he's a little bitter? Do you see how it's I'm like, really bitter. <laughs> like, bit I'm bitter. just, just there's, some, there's some salt. That's, but, it's a little bit like, I'm from New York originally, a little bit like Mets fans. No, oh, I know. Yeah. Like, forgotten, with, the, with the Yankees, yeah. a little bit in the shadow. We're kind of like, we, like Mets fans. Clippers fans, yeah. we're very similar right. to Mets fans. I mean, I worked for the Clippers. I have respect for them, but I, I just thank think you. You, they're always going to be redheaded child. Be However, so that's, thank you. that's why it's even more no, of an insult that we were not included yeah. in. That's, that's what I just said. That yeah. Completely situation, and they keep they keep calling LeBron the king, and it's like so the king is yeah. not obviously far mm. from their brain. You know, it's what like, would be great mm, if you're watching LeBron. You know, you could have a king's jersey on; it would fit the profile really it well. Will. You know? it and they're will. already talking. They're already talking statue in front of Staples Center. I can't. Right. I can't with this. Right. Win pump, a championship. I know they're already talking about it's, a statue. I think Luke Robitaille might have something to say about that, or, or Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, I mean, mm. if if he got yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying. I, if he, I don't like LeBron, I'm like the ass down. No, she does biggest, not. Like, she's very. Yeah, I'm a hater. But if he got, <laughs> I understand he's one of the best athletes. But if he got in front of Staples Center, a statue even before Jonathan Quick, who's one of the best goaltenders no. yeah. in the they league, they can do that in the Quick Alone Center in Cleveland. Yeah, no, I don't sure. want. I don't want it. He in, deserves in LA. a statue, but Give he deserves a, a statue in yeah. Cleveland. But in Cleveland, I don't want it in LA. Yeah. No. I mean, if he wins a championship, maybe we'll talk then. But <laughs> yeah. let's see. No, not not even. He hasn't been here long. I don't think so enough. Hasn't done enough. I mean, no. He hasn't played a single game, but I don't think he's going to be able to do enough no. in his time uh-uh. in his career to get a statue. No. God, we have too many statues in front of Staples Center. Have yeah. you seen how many statues nah. we have? It's like nah. out of control. Oscar de la Hoya is there. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. there. Nah. Like, no, we don't. You go to okay. Staples Center, oh, meet by the statues. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's how it works. Yeah, you by do. the way, the Kings have three. So let's just put that out there. We have yeah. Robitaille, we have Gretzky, and we Bob have the Miller, main team yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And then Bob Miller, so oh, four. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Four. My Where goodness. is the, um, the Stanley Cup right now? Who has it? I think it's in Russia right now. Ovechkin. Oh, is it? It's Ovechkin. either in Russia or coming you guys, back from Russia. He keeps it for a while, huh? He is living his best life with that cup. How long does he keep it? Does he, he keep usually it? you like, get one day with a cup. He, that's He's what I thought, but how long does he... Many. Well, he was okay. officially awarded two, he told me, the NHL yeah. awards, but I think he it's just expanding yeah. because of the World Cup. I have and, a feeling it's, it's it's back in the States now, but it was definitely there for Russia's quarterfinal. Yeah. Uh, it was at the Fan Fest oh, at, okay. at the mm-hmm. World Cup, and he brought it, apparently, I was reading on NHL.com, he brought it to I missed that. a karaoke nice. bar in Moscow <laughs> for the Russia-Croatia quarterfinal, right. yeah. which, of course, is this crazy... Uh-huh. I can only imagine what the scene yeah. was like there yeah. with the cup. I 
tennis. love that, though. What perfect timing with the World Cup there, yeah. too. Oh, there's awesome. a video of him. I should have sent that so I could show everybody. But there's a video of him getting, a, like, this cake. And it's literally, like, a six-tier cake with, like, him, like, like him as tall as my mic, holding, like, hoisting the, the cup. And they bring this cake out to him. And he and his, his wife are like, what is, I mean, it was the largest cake, I think, ever. Ever made. That's one thing that's so neat about hockey, though, is I think that each guy gets the cup oh. and what they. I mean, I just think mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. There's only one trophy. It. Yeah, yeah. Only I, I one love trophy. it. You don't get a new one made every yeah. year. It's the same one for the most part, right. passed mm-hmm. down from team to that's team. That's what I love. What's the craziest story you've heard that someone's done with the cup? Uh, oh, I've heard cup? some N- PG. S- PG. W um, <laughs> stories. PG ones. Um, Safe for work. Uh, I want to hear the dirty one. Well, you know, <laughs> there, there have been some. Air. I'll say this. Um, if you ask Patrick O'Neill, um, he, he, our pre and post game host of Fox Sports yeah. West, uh, he will tell you some epic stories. Of the 1994 New York Rangers Stanley Cup run, because he lived in New York at the time and knew some of the guys from that team. Uh, and uh, let, let's just say it, it wound up in the back of a cab at seven o'clock in the morning with Mark Messier after a, a drunken stupor uh, that night. Okay. So there's something. People have done so many things with the Stanley Cup. I, I think if you, you just Google like Stanley Cup uh, stories or Stanley Cup destroyed or something, and I bet like, you there's some they can't really talk about that are drop more kicked of the, and like... dropped in lakes and you yeah. know knocked over and scratched and dinged. Oh my god! Everything yeah. imaginable, but they do a phenomenal. I'm job. not gonna lie, and it's actually heavy. I'm good friends Very with Chris, Chris Chelios, and so when okay. Chelly had it, yeah. um, he had it at his house in Malibu, and I was like, oh wow! And I picked it up, like, wow, it's actually like super heavy. I need yeah. help it's a little very bit. Very heavy, and I five pounds. Yeah, in 2012, because of the lockout, we had so much more time with it, and I remember mm. being at Fox Studios in their prop house, and my my other ice cream member and I were sitting there and it was literally just sitting next to us and the case was there and we're like "Mm, we really want to crawl in that case because you know it's where the Stanley Cup so we crawled in the case and I remember laying in there and I was looking at the cup and I'm like the Stanley Cup is sitting two feet from me. I'm laying in the case. Life is good. you know. But, yeah. but you look at this cup and you're like, the places it's been in this world. But also, that night, we were in the San Manuel, 2012, in, in the, the big party, and they were passing it around. We got to drink out of it. I remember the next morning being like, ooh, I better have some vitamin C yeah. because I don't know where what that else, so, what else so has been in there. Here's the story. So last year, <laughs> the Kings uh, had two off days in February, and I, I went to Northeastern University in Boston, and they play in this big tournament in Boston, a college hockey team called the Beanpot. And I figure, all right, you know, I may not be able to go again. And they hadn't won this tournament 30 years. Yeah. It's a four-team tournament, same four teams every year. You only play two games to win the tournament. In theory, they should have won, but they hadn't. So I'm thinking, you know, I could probably go to the game, and I just decide, you know, I've got a couple off days, and I scurry away, don't really tell that many people. So I'm in Boston they win the bean pot, and I'm with all these friends that I went to college with, and of course, instead of you know, again, it's a hockey trophy. So sure. instead of being put right in the trophy case, it goes to the pub right after the game, and we're there till two o'clock in the morning, and everybody's drinking out of the bean pot. Now I have a game to call the next day in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm thinking. Ugh. Probably not a great idea to drink out of it, so I didn't get to do that. But that's the you know same and kind really of thing. And really, because like, you were scared, you were going to get like oh herpes my, or something. I didn't. I had no <laughs> I idea like, what was going on. This dive not, bar at two o'clock in the morning oh, in Boston. That I night, did I was not like, want to touch it. I'm giving it all. I don't care if I die. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of had a. a I'm going to Google that now. Do you want to see some of the other stories? But I'm sure the oh, ones are that are the real good ones aren't on the internet. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Mike Bolt at Phil. When they were touring with it, they 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 had some stories because they're not really technically allowed to leave it yeah. Leave, yeah, like, let their eyes right. off it part of the reason why they have these guys in the first place is because of 
the mid '90s, and I think oh, the Rangers sure. were partially responsible for this of why they have a full-time <laughs> keeper of the cup now because of how it almost got. It's destroyed. literally like a security guard of the cup. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And it almost got destroyed then. Uh it's been almost destroyed on many occasions. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Oh, it's, it's great. So good. You know what I want to ask Alex? Yeah. Too, I don't know if you haven't prepared. I want to do some of those fun. This or that? Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. Boy. But before, I want to do, I don't know if we have music, but I have Faust facts. Dun, dun, dun. So I want the world to know what this, you're 29 now, right? 29, yeah. God, you're a 29 baby. 29 years old. And everyone, everyone to hear this. Okay. Called hockey games for NBCSN, NESN, Westwood One, LA Kings, Fox Sports West, 2013-15 radio broadcaster for the AHL. He the oh, there there there's is. our music. He called the first <laughs> game in franchise history for the Utica Comets. Do yeah. I have that right? Yeah. Love it. Um, served inside the glass reporter for the 2015 AHL All Star Game, calling games for the Calder Cup Finals, uh, college b-ball, football, and a radio commentator for the minor league baseball, and, the, and a 2011 Jim Nance Award recipient, which is, That's huge, you should know, Jim collegiate, yeah. like, collegiate-level yeah. broadcaster award. I Like, I can't, Alex. You have an extensive <laughs> resume. It's great. I mean, I know that was a lot, and there's, I'm sure, a lot more, but just... How and also, I want to know what it was like to get that call from the Kings because oh this. I mean, you're cu- you're filling in the, one of the most legendary roles that is Bob Miller. Yeah. You're filling his spot. And by the way, nobody's comparing, which is kind of awesome too, because you're totally your own person. It's not like they brought in some so much pressure I, I with that. It. Yeah, I, I you're, I mean, and I listened to you, and I we talked about this before yeah. the beginning of the show. Is that I, I like I know you. I feel like I know you because I hear you every single game and watch you. You know, watch the games, but. How how did this happen? What was the oh, your, what was your mind like? And I know your fiance was away for the first year. Yeah, where do we start on this? I mean, yeah. I, my career, my broadcasting career, has been one great opportunity after the other that just happened to fall into place at the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got chances to work with ESPN at a regional level, mm-hmm. with Fox Sports at a regional level, and that then all right, you know, he he made that work. All right, we'll try out in some college basketball, college football. And I didn't screw up too badly on any of those, so I kept getting more opportunities. You know, the college hockey with Nesson, that's kind of where I got my start on TV. Um, So that was my background, was was calling college hockey in New England. But uh, I got an opportunity to do uh, an NHL game on NBCSN last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was actually uh, March 2017. Mm -hmm. I had not applied yet for the King's job when I got this opportunity to do the game. And then found myself in L.A. the week prior because I got an opportunity to do an audition for a gig at Tennis Channel. All right, so I'm in L.A. I know the Kings have an opening. All right, why don't I, you know, I know some of the guys at Fox Sports. Now, yeah, what the heck? Throw you your know, name in there, yeah. Exactly, throw my name in there. And uh, sure enough, uh, they said, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll watch your game uh, that following Monday. So, all right, this is a huge, this is my first it's NHL It's your audition, game. yes. And I know it's my audition <laughs> And that's the worst, now that you know it's your audition. You're oh, like, my oh. gosh, <laughs> the, the nerves are just crazy, <laughs> but... Again, fortuitous timing. Winds up being this bonkers overtime game, back and forth, mm. five four. Mm-hmm. You know, I nail the call. I knew I nailed the call. Mm. And as a broadcaster, you're you know, you're always worried about. All right, am I going to do the right thing at the right sure, moment? Right, sure. And as as humble as I, I want to be, of you know, being right place, right time, you still have to take advantage. And uh, I was so lucky that I got that game to call. And that yeah. was it. And then you got. And that was you know, it was shortly thereafter, I got called in for an interview and an audition and. Uh, you know, the wheels started turning shortly thereafter. But I, I met Jim Fox uh, sure. when we did our audition here in L.A. in late May of last year, and we hit it off right away. Mm. We just we were calling this old game off of a TV monitor. 
that uh, I had prepared for just like I was calling a game, yeah, you know, that yeah. was new and live right in front of me, but we uh, we hit it off right then and, and that's there. so important. I mean, the chemistry yeah. has to be there with, right. the, you know, well, unless, with your color guy. Let's remind people, too, 31 teams, mm-hmm. about 20 active rosters, you know, play athletes, players. You have to know so just about everything Every- you can and be prepared going into it. So what is research like for that? And people should know, too, you work in the office as well. You do analytics, yeah. correct? So you're uh, not just calling bit. calling the game. You're trying to put your work in yeah, outside of it. a little bit. You know, it, I, those projects are kind of, you know, it's, it's very, you know, hands-off with anything super important. But, yeah. uh, you know, kind of the, the preparation starts with getting every single player, their background, their backstory, their mm-hmm. history, and the first year was super challenging because this, you know, 28 teams I had seen for the first time. So sure. getting all those names down. And next year's I, I will have seen mm-hmm. a lot of these guys, and I could dive a little bit deeper uh, than I would have been my first year. Uh, but it's a lot of work, and I think mm-hmm. what what mm-hmm. folks don't realize with um, with hockey, especially, and, and similarly with basketball, is you're on to the next game, you're on to the next city, you're on a road trip. It's a seven game road mm-hmm. trip, which doesn't sure. seem like much. That's seven different cities, yep. seven different teams. Yep. So you're constantly just refreshing your work, and it's a seven day week from late September through whenever your sure. playoff or regular season ends, it's a seven-day week. Right. Uh, doesn't yeah. matter. People don't realize the sports, you know, yeah. the holidays, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We work through holidays. But it's never <laughs> On work. Holidays. Right. It's yeah. never work. Well, and you don't. Me, work with a capital W? No. no. This is exactly. like fun. It's yeah. fun. Well, so you've called baseball, basketball, football, hockey. Now, obviously, we know hockey is so fast. Mm. Would you say it's the hardest play-by-play you've called? Uh, I think sport? the most challenging, yeah. Baseball is just as challenging in the sense that. Because it's so slow and you have to, It's yeah. slow. But it, when something happens, you have to pick it uh-huh. up immediately, and you have to be precise. Right. You mm-hmm. have to have the right call at the right moment. I, I think what Joe Davis does with the Dodgers is impeccable because he is, he never puts a foot wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. He has the right call at the right moment every time, and that's hard to do when mm-hmm. there's a you know mundane baseball game going on right. three. That's hours. what I loved about Vince Scully, though. He would bring up like stories. I exactly. mean, he would bring up stories about. I mean, every single player. And I'm a Giants fan, yep. so I hate the Dodgers. The only thing I like about the Dodgers <laughs> is Vince Scully. Mm-hmm. But I love sure. the fact that he would yep. bring up these stories that made it entertaining because he was a one man show. Yeah. So well, that's yeah. what Doc Emmerich does, which yep. I know is one of your mentors. And Doc, I mean, he's or somebody you look up to. Yeah. He's yeah. so good at that. So how are you going to do that as you go into these years, creating your own <laughs> it's a challenge, your it's own a real challenge. creativity? Because you you know you want to have your own style, style. You have yeah, your own right. voice. And I think in hockey there is a huge balance to be had because it's nonstop action. So you can mm-hmm. only tell so many stories in the run of play. And yes. I you know, I'm guilty of trying to show oh show off these players and these great stories. All the while we've got action going on. Yeah. So there is a balance to be had. But you guys had a great blend, you and Jim. Oh, I appreciate it. So good. Appreciate it. Um mm. so NBA, we're gonna yeah. get in a little bit bit of NBA, Alex, and you probably know some And then we'll do so, this or that. So LeBron officially signed with the mm-hmm. Lakers. He did, um, he did. So they made a big deal about that. And then Tyga, the rapper, I guess he has the first LeBron James jersey that was made for him. Um, so he, yeah. <laughs> Only in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> right. So he is here. And interesting, I was when I was at Summer League, I'm good friends with Teron Liu, who was, you know, the former... LeBron coach, who's the coach of the Cavs, and he was actually going to be meeting with Luke to kind of hand off the torch of like, Luke, really? this is how what's that going to be like, LeBron? Yeah. And you know, it's funny because you know Ty tried to tell me, no, you know, he's not that hard to coach and he's easy. And I'm like, he always put you in the hospital. What do you mean? But so, that. can you talk like, about that though? Like, how was that going to be for the pressure of Luke, Luke this and, season? And, you know, and I talk, and I, it's funny. And I ran into Luke in the mall, and I'm like, Luke, I'm like, you've got got to deal with LeBron and Lavar Ball, and like, you know, so and you know, just being LA, it's like another circus, and we 
we start we start laughing and he's just like and I kept talking he goes BJ you are not helping me at all he's like you're actually giving me anxiety I gotta go take a nap I'm like no I'm just telling you like you know you're gonna be coughing up blood like just get used to it all season and the like, demands of the, of the city and the fans yeah yeah I mean just you know I mean he's like Luke Walton is like so even keel and cool guy and Amazing. you know but it's crazy because he actually was drafted the same year 2003 as LeBron but mm-hmm. in the second round so you wonder about the respect is what I you know kind of wonder and just see because I think he's going to have more respect for Brian Shaw who is the assistant head coach than for actually Luke so oh. it's going to be tough for Luke so of the few things though that I know about LeBron James I know that he is a student of the game yes and he eats lives sleeps breathes yeah, just like how Kobe was a gym rat game, yeah. And, yeah. and studying the right. game I mean, I, I, I knows know the that, history everything right. yeah. one of the smartest that project really. Kobe Bryant has been working on this detail project I'm sure LeBron probably does something on his own like this to just study game film sure. and pour over it and I, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting dynamic. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all comes together. But Luke was like, yeah, it's, it, it's a lot. He goes, you know, it's crazy. He goes, I don't know LeBron. He goes, at all. He's like, so this will be interesting. And there's been a lot of talk that, like, when he, before he signed with the Lakers, he told Jeannie Buss that he didn't want Luke as his head coach. Mm-hmm. So when you already hear that, then you're like, oh, it's oh, already, boy. like, you know, it's a lot of pressure. So we'll see. You I know? do have the dynamic, which I I love Luke, so I hope, you know. The one thing I'm, I am I kind of looking forward to as, like, a fan, as, like, someone who could appreciate drama is the dynamic of LeVar and LeBron. Right, that's the first like, thing, Like, that's right? a huge dynamic. LeVar was so, like, in the ear of the Lakers, like, my son's the best, play Remember, my son. Remember, he doesn't like Luke. Mm-mm. And, so. when, and when the Lakers announced, like, oh, maybe, no, like, no one's, like, on, I mean, no one's off the table, so, like, mm-hmm. maybe Lonzo could be traded. He's like, that would be the dumbest move in Lakers history. Which, no, it wouldn't. Like, Lonzo Ball oh, isn't that good, <laughs> no, but in LeVar's <laughs> eyes, he's just amazing. He's just, he's an overly proud dad, which, I mean, mm-hmm. there are a lot. And him dealing with, like, the... And remember, with LeBron? LeVar said that his son, Lonzo, can make LeBron oh, better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On LeVar okay. Ball News, Lonzo Ball makes <laughs> LeBron James better. Right. I mean, that's just kind of, that's the story. That's the, that's the only story. And that's, like, the circus. Like, you know that's who I'm really happy for? Billy Mack. I love Billy Mack. I'm I know. So happy it's so funny. I texted him and I'm like, I'm so happy we finally can like call a game where it's going to be like exciting and you know, right? Yeah. So it's, happy it's, for it's, Billy it's been tough. That's Stu Lance and that whole crew. There yeah. are a lot good great guys people who work on that. Group. Really mm. great guys. Um, other news is Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. How funny? Because remember we talked about we that. We literally talked about and it. And I said did. he's not going to be with the Thunder. And now the mm-hmm. team that's going after him is the Rockets, and also he wants to go to LA. So we'll yeah. see. Rockets it's all the way, happens, and he's friends yeah. with Chris Paul. Like they're not; it's yeah. a low risk for them. I think Carmelo's a cancer, happen. though. So where he really he is. I, I mean, it's like the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers um, and the Rockets have been looking to get Carmelo. And my hearts go out to all Lakers fans and all Rockets <laughs> fans in this trying time. He's really. If you look at the Thunder last year, they kind of put the super team together, and I really think Russ and Paul George can work together. They play better mm-hmm. without Carmelo. But the reason why they can never get past, and they didn't get past the Jazz, and the reason why they can never do as good as people thought they would do is because of Carmelo. Yeah, it's not because exactly. of other teams. It's because of what right. they have. He tore down the Knicks. He, it's not like he's not on the Nuggets anymore. I know he's back in the West, mm-hmm. but he's no. He's not... It's not Denver. It's Oklahoma City. And you can't just chuck up shots when you're his age. You're not LeBron. And he just takes low percentage shots. He doesn't... He, like... 
Pretty tears tight. down half court. I mean, but we know that Harden and Paul will have the ball most of the game anyway, so he'll just be there. Yeah, if he goes to the Rockets, Chris Paul Patrick. really likes him. Yeah. I mean, he does. I don't want him here in LA. No. You know, Kawhi is who I hope the Lakers can get. And yeah. Probably not going to happen this season, as we know that Pop is still trying to keep him. The Lakers, you know, they want the Spurs want so much from mm-hmm. the Lakers, mm-hmm. and it's they're Kawhi not willing Leonard. to give him that. And so I think it's going to happen next, next season. season. And yeah, that's going to be quite the summer. Two hundred. Right. I, I read two hundred people are going to be or athletes are going to be. Available like yeah, that's bananas. You Big guys. names that are Kawhi and then Clay yeah. Thompson, but yeah. So that's and then your Clippers. You guys signed. Are you excited about mm-hmm. Luke? <laughs> yeah. Are you excited Luke? about him? Yeah. yeah hell yeah. We're, we're waiting for you to like jump hell out of your seat. That's didn't something. Say Luke Bamute. Hell yeah. Yeah. He just um he just signed a one year deal. I mean yeah, for 4. Clippers 3, fans. Yeah. Four point three mm-hmm. million for know, one year deal. Luke Bamute has kind of been like a journeyman in the NBA, and he came to the Clippers. These are for, small free agency moves. Right? Small for sure. a little stint. He was. Played amazing defense. We really loved him here. He went to Houston. I wish him the best of luck. Now he's back. I think he spent like two years, one, two years? Two years. Two years with Houston. He's back. We love him in Clippertown. Luke, oh, he's he's the best. Mm. I, I had really, to throw you a bone. Thank like, you. So I really wish why. they would sign Montez Hill <laughs> back. Another player Scott. that's on a one-year deal making 2019. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's going to be so much. And he's, then in the MLB, the all-star teams were revealed yesterday for the American League and yeah. the National League. And obviously the big names are Harper um, mm-hmm. being actually in D.C. So mm-hmm. That's, that's sure. really cool. Hometown. That's, yeah, that's a, a big move. And then Trout here, and sure. he's always big in the American League. He makes it every that's year, what every, That's what he everyone's really kind of excited about. And then if you want to stay with L.A. is Matt Kemp made it yeah. for the Dodgers, which yeah, is crazy because some people weren't even sure if Matt was going to be able to even mm-hmm. was even going to make the team, and now he's actually an all-star. That's amazing. He's been killing it. Yeah. yeah, he's been doing really good. He's had a really nice turnaround season. He mm-hmm. went to the Braves, and it wasn't really anything, and he's kind of bounced around, but he came back to the Dodgers, and I mean, I'm nothing, I don't have anything against the Dodgers. I don't really, I'm more of an Angels fan, but I pay attention to Dodgers baseball. They're here, and he's just been having himself a nice season. I know the Dodgers have right. had their injuries, but I... His I, average is ridiculous. He's been consistent all year, and he's also hitting for power, too. Mm-hmm. So. He really is. Like he's, and this is kind of from a Giants fan, so I'm getting mad. Yeah, that, yeah that's a lot. Yeah. It's more than an Angels fan. That's a Giants fan. But we've fan got right the starting shortstop, Brandon Crawford. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm still looking at it. How about a name here? That needs to be voted in. Yeah. Max Muncy. Yeah. The oh my gosh. They were actually he is tearing it up. They yeah. were talking about a lot of the now? a lot of the snubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then um, wasn't Snell? I, I read that Blake Snell from Tampa Bay was a big snub. People were talking about. How do you yeah. Guys yeah. There, there was a lot of snubs. There's a lot, and we got. I mean, if you're looking at LA guys, you mm-hmm. got Angelton Simmons on yes. the final yep. vote in the AL mm-hmm. too. So I mean. As For an people Angels who fan, don't know who, who, who vote, and there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of reserves as well that people are saying, eh, they, yeah. you know, they shouldn't make it. How it, it is but every year, though. It's how it is. But for, yeah, exactly. for, M- always, for MLB, and they want every who, who team votes. represented, by the way, too. That's, so it's a little bit like political. Yeah. They want every team to make sure that if, they have a face there. If you remember mm-hmm. when you had the like the really good teams? I know two specifically, the Royals and the Cubs. When like every when the starting uh, lineup for the AL was almost all Royals, and then uh-huh. like a year or two later, the starting lineup for the NL was almost all Cubs, right? Which was crazy, and that's not really like that this year. And I'm like. I'm happy about it. I actually it. like it because it is a lot of I'm really happy guys about from it. all over. Right. And I'll actually be there. I leave for D.C. on wow. Sunday. That's why I'll miss you guys. But I'll be there uh, covering it for T-Mobile, actually. Well, who, so. so really quick, though, for people who are asking, who votes? So how does how does the All-Star vote work in MLB? Well, it's just like any other All-Star mm-hmm. game. You know, you've got, like, the players mm-hmm. and the coaches and, the you know, the media. And yeah. then also they have the fan vote. So that's why they always say that got a lot it. of fans will stuff the ballots. And they know how to, like, sure. for one time they said the Giants knew how to do it because it's the whole techie world that they knew how to kind of 
kind of like go through the computer and like <laughs> one guy could vote like a hundred times Come and on. you know so they always say that but yeah you There's, never know at the end of the day like who's actually I mean they used to have them on pen and paper I, I feel like right. the league can pick who they really want there's always some kind of conspiracy I, I in my opinion somebody's always got something to say I like their picks though usually for the starting lineup like they never disappoint me too much and when they spread it out around the teams like I've been saying like it's usually usually makes for Last year was an amazing one, but it usually makes for a good game. Yeah. yeah, and now that it is, you know, that break where a lot of the teams, you know, need, you know, some time to mm-hmm. heal and to get, yeah. you know, kind of rejuvenated. So it's a good time for it's summer classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's good to see. Before we go, I want to make sure that we do this yes! with Alex, so people are can kind of get to know Alex a little better. I don't think I am, but we're going to do it's it anyway. It's super scary, too. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Blondes or brunettes? I'm just kidding. You're, you're, you're taken. Take he, he's taken, ladies. <laughs> Slow down. Okay, you guys, we're going to play this or that. We don't yeah. have music yet for this. but um, so Some I'm good ra- ones, Becky. No, no softball. I know. I'm going to rapid-fire questions. You're going to say okay. this or that. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Ready? This is feeling fear. Okay, LeBron it. or Kobe? Don't what say, context? Don't, don't, just, all right, fine. LeBron. Yes. No! Yeah. You're not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be rapid fire. No, okay, yeah. it's Kobe or Jordan. Uh, no, really? I changed it. You did? Okay, so we got two LeBron. guys are retired. Ching, ching. Okay, uh, West Coast or East Coast? Ooh, Ooh, this is a trick question. I'm an East Coast guy. I have to go with the East Coast. There are plenty of L.A. From Brooklyn, but I was going to say New York or L.A. But you know what? I found good pizza here. I found good bagels here. The weather's nice. Okay. Okay. So what was that, East or West? I'm an East Coast guy. But you're going to say, okay. I'm an L.A. transplant, just like the people that live here. They're from New York. But does New have the best pizza? Yeah. I'm so surprised that you said you I told you I'm not going easy on you. Okay, Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Okay. Taco Tuesday or Delivery Pizza Friday? Taco Tuesday. Tom Hanks or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. French fries or French toast? French toast. Ah! Oh! <laughs> but he said he was going to say You were that close to being so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Handyman or hire a man? Hire a man. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorites. You win the lottery, lump sum or annual payments? Annual payments. I'm 29. Yes! Yes! That's good. Also, you get a lot more in the end. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, I actually do have one more question for oh, you. Who is the most famous person you have in your phone? In your phone. Go. Ooh. In my phone. I'm yeah, you're in LA. I gotta ask you that. Um, <laughs> Welcome to LA. Welcome to Hollywood. I see. This is. I'm so not have, used to like be, the LA. It media doesn't have to be. Thing. It could be Bob Miller. It could be. It yeah. could be Bob Miller. He's. He's. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it doesn't have to be hockey. Um, anyone? I, think. I mean, I have. How about this? Olympic gold medalist Kendall Coyne. Oh, nice. Yes, I love I like that. that. That was different. So good. Uh, that's this or that, everyone. That's this or that. Thank you, Alex. That for was very that was so good. Fun. Alex, so what's next for you? What you know? What can? What do you do in this off season or anything? Mm-hmm. Vacation? Anything fun? A little bit this this or are that. Are you getting engaged? I mean, wait, you're getting married this next year. Oh, next year. Next year. Or we've we've decided. But she not moved to try out finally. She's, she's finally here. She's finally here. Good. That's good. Uh, Carolyn is situated now in LA, which is nice. Good. Um, so I do a little bit of work at Tennis Channel. Okay. The hockey off season. So, so Serena. Wimbledon she's, going she's about on right to now. Win that uh, I've got the next tournament coming up. Okay. It's a grass court tournament, Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, we work out of Culver City, California. So right around the corner. Pretty easy to to kind of drive over there. It's 15 minutes from my apartment, so uh, I enjoy having a little bit of stuff to do over the summer. So I have a couple projects going on with them through early September, and then King's preseason in September. Yeah, I might it comes do, before you know it. Might do a little bit of yeah. college basketball. Might do a little college football. Kind of just depends on what fits in my schedule, but uh, I try to keep. Busy outside of hockey, just to you know, and then no vacay though. Yeah, with you and not the girl. Yet, not yet. We're, we're going to do wedding next year, honeymoon next year, okay, and good. we'll figure it out from there. But you know, we have a bye week 
in January, right around the All-Star break in right. hockey, which actually the Kings schedule this year for whatever reason. They have a 10-day break. Oh, great. Between yeah. like the end of... Uh, before the All-Star game and then when they pick it back up. That's also up. nice okay. with Staples Center because there's so much happening yeah. with Grammys mm-hmm. and all that. Exactly. And then they had their Grammy trip right uh-huh. after that. Yeah. So they're on the road. There's just like almost a four-week gap between home games. So we're, we might try to do something around there, but you know, nothing crazy. We only have so much time. That's yeah. right. During the it's year. a long season. Yeah, it is a long is. season. People God don't willing. realize that it is as long as baseball season right. and longer mm-hmm. when you factor Especially in the when you go playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Alex, for joining us. Yeah, I'm a fan now. Yeah, it was good. I know. So and I'm, I know I'm normally a Sharks fan because I'm from the Bay. So, what? But yeah, she is. I know. She is. <laughs> you know what? Nobody's perfect. I yeah. know. But I, I, I still kind of root for the Kings. Yeah. Since I now I live in. LA. I mean, they're just yeah. all backwards. We've yeah. got Sharks and Giants. We've got Clippers, I and I don't mm-hmm. know. Sorry. But thank you. You got to come back. Maybe you know. Maybe during the season you can yeah. call in or something. Sure, yeah. We'd love to have you. Anytime. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Another, another day. Right? Yeah. Another and day. I will we'll be, I will be here next week, so there'll be y'all. Us too. Too. Yes. We'll be right here. Hold Two o'clock. Down. Yes. So thank you for joining us on the Weekly Pass. You can find us at, at BJL Weekly Pass and find us at all of our individual Twitter, social right. media. We love to talk sports. And again, we'll be here these two next week. And I'll yep. see you guys in two weeks. See ya. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Uh, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 